Welcome to the Chase Your Stars podcast. My name is Christy Gomez, and if you're looking to live your best and most expansive life, or you want to be inspired to go chase your dreams, then you've arrived in the right place, my friend. Inside, you'll find conversations about manifesting an incredible life, a little woo-woo mixed in, and be welcomed into a high-vibe space that will show you how beautiful this life can be when you share your gifts with the world. I am so glad that you're here. Grab your drink, grab a snack, and let's chat. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so pumped to have you here this morning, this Friday morning, for another episode. We are going to hop right into it today because I think this is one that a lot of us can relate to. And I want to kind of debunk it a little bit and give us a different perspective on it. And that is the topic of comparison. And to be honest, I was actually surprised that I hadn't done a podcast yet on comparison, because it is something that I know has affected all of us at one time or another. And it might be in a case of we were comparing ourselves for what we're grateful for and what kind of things we have and to feel the blessings that we have and be grateful that our family's, you know, healthy or happy or we have what we need or you know, if you've ever watched the news and heard different stories from other countries and how they live and what they're able to provide for their families, you know, all of those things, simple, basic life functions, you probably have found yourself at one time or another saying, thank you. Oh, I'm so glad that we don't have to worry about those types of things. And then there's probably been times where you've looked at somebody else. A lot of times this happens to be like celebrities or people that are in the media, people we glorify, and we look at them and we see their houses and their stuff and their lifestyle and their clothes and their how they dress their kids and all of these things. And we think, damn, like they really have got it good, you know, or Ah, it must be nice to have that kind of thing. And when comparison kind of blurs the lines with jealousy and envy, that's when it can get us into some trouble. Or sometimes maybe it's something we're looking to do. And maybe it's a new career. Or if you're in the social media world like me, or maybe part of an MLM, you may have some point looked at somebody else who was further along than you and thought, wow, It really must be nice to be like that, but because it was so far off from where you currently are, it could be something where comparison makes you feel like it's not even worth the effort because the end result is just seemingly so unobtainable right now. Comparison can be a bitch. (laughs) It can really get you into some trouble if you're not mindful of it, and sometimes We do it and don't even realize that we're setting ourselves up for failure by doing it. And I think it's it comes from a place of good intention sometimes. You know, we're all human, so we're all kind of gauging ourselves off of those around us. And I do think we're conditioned to do this from a very young age, beyond the fact that it's human nature. You know, we think about the first time you went over a friend's house, if you can remember it, or an early memory of it. And you went there and you checked out their toys and you're either like, wow, they have some great toys. I wish my parents bought me that stuff. And my parents never let me have video games when I was growing up. And so whenever I would go to somebody's house and they would have video games, 
it was always like, ah, it's like so exciting. And of course I wanted to play and the kids that had already had the video games forever were like, this is so boring, but I loved it because it was new to me. And so I compared myself in that way. And my growing up, you know, I didn't have, we didn't have a lot of money. So generally speaking, I had friends that had better toys. And so when I had the opportunity to go play with them, I would. And, you know, from there, all throughout school, we kind of compare ourselves as we're going through awkward phases of puberty and figuring out, you know, who we are and what we like in our friend circle and all those things. You start feeling out where you fit in. And so you're using the people around you, comparing yourselves to them as how you feel about yourself, how they feel about themselves, and where you fit in into all of that through your looks and through your behaviors and through how you speak and who your friends are, all of those things. That goes all the way to college, that goes into the workplace. Like we are constantly raised to be in situations where we're comparing ourselves. And we can use it inspirationally. That's very possible that that can happen. You know, we can be comparing ourselves in a way of, okay, I really want to be a artist, let's say. You just have a passion for singing. And so you're following along somebody's journey, Beyonce's journey, somebody's journey along the way to see what they did, compare where you're at to them, and use them as a measuring stick for what's possible for you. And I would say at the at the core of it, comparison isn't always a bad thing. It just depends on how you're using it. And if you're using it as a measuring stick and it's helping you progress, then yeah, it is a good tool as long as it's not hurting your levels of self-worth in the meantime. But if you find yourself comparing and cutting yourself down in the meantime, we got to unpack that a little bit. You know, if you are going to start something, the basic 101 rule behind that is that you are not going to start your book on chapter 15. Your book has to start on chapter one. You just might not have had those experiences yet to be at a point where you can be on chapter 15. And this is on a topic that you're new at or you're not experienced at. You know, you have to learn. Everybody has to start at some level of being a beginner at some point. It doesn't mean you can't progress quickly. It doesn't mean you can't use other people for guideposts and to, to show you what's possible, but you have to start as a beginner. And so many times we unknowingly or sometimes knowingly use people who have already passed through their first 15 chapters of the book and they're writing the last few chapters and we're using them as a way to figure out if we are worth this opportunity, if we are able to be successful, if this is going to work for us. And I have, you know, an example of that too from which I've shared in the podcast before. You know, when I first started with Beachbody, I was a brand new mom I started because I wanted the time freedom that I didn't have from being at Best Buy and from coaching classes where I physically had to be in a class for a certain amount of time to make money. And long term, you just you can only work so many hours in a day. It's just math that if there's a way where you can virtually spend more time so you can help more people, then financially down the road, it's a it's a 
blessing. It's a really, it's a much better way. I shouldn't say much better because it really depends on what you enjoy more. But for me, it was a better solution for my family. I had a, a newborn child. My husband also traveled for work and would travel, you know, three or four days a week. We didn't have family who lived close. So being able to work virtually worked out for me. And that was the reason why I started with Beachbody. And, you know, I loved coaching and fitness and all that stuff too. So it was kind of like a no-brainer. I was basically doing the job without getting paid for it. (laughs) So I started and of course I came across other moms who had young kids who were doing extremely well in the business and I was brand new to it and I was not in the business for multiple years and I did not have a huge successful business to start out. It took a while to build my customer base and build my coaching team and figure out what the hell I was doing. But I vividly remember sitting in my chair in front of my desk and scrolling social media and came across this person's post. And she was a top coach at the time. And she's, you know, in the top 10 of the company. She's one of the nicest humans based on her post, like just so genuine, so sweet. She has two young kids and they're so adorable. Of course, like they're amazing little children. She always shows how cute they are and doing the things they're supposed to do. And Owen didn't sleep. And she's like showing their nap time and like all of this shit. (laughs) She had this great t-shirt company that was, you know, she was really proud of and she was doing well in that too. And so she has, and which has always been kind of like a, a side dream for me. Like I would never want to do it full time, but if I have the opportunity to make some swag and sell it at some point, I definitely will. That day will come. But she, at that moment, I was like, damn, like comparing myself to where I was at, like my business wasn't together. Physically, I wasn't where I wanted to be. My son wasn't sleeping through the night. I'm a brand new mom, so I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. There's probably a good, healthy mix of postpartum depression in there. You know, watching her dominate, seemingly dominate, because we know social media isn't as honest as we perceive it to be. It really made me question whether or not I was going to be able to do this job. And it just felt like I will never be, like those words came into my head, I will never be as successful as her. And there was no reason why I can't be or why I couldn't be with time or with experience or with knowledge or with practice or with trial and error. However, I learn, you know, if she's doing it, that does mean that scientifically, so can I. (laughs) But yet I could not see past that in the moment. And it really made me struggle for a little bit because I wanted big things. I wanted to do great things with this business. And I I wanted to be somebody where other people looked at and felt inspired by, but I wasn't feeling inspired. I was feeling shitty. (laughs) And so what I did was I, uh, after I stalked her for, you know, quite some time, probably longer than I'd like to admit, I decided to block her on social media. Like it just came across one day and every time I would see her stuff, it would just invoke any range of negative emotions depending on how I felt that day. And basically how I was doing as a mom was indicative of how her post made me feel. You know, it just called out my insecurities on things that I felt like I was not doing well at. And it continued to do that as I let it do that, as I let her post do that. So I blocked her and it actually felt super freeing. And I'll tell you, over the time that I've been a coach the past almost four years, before years in October, I've 
blocked a lot of people after I've realized that I was using their accounts as negative inspiration and negative comparison. I don't know if negative inspirations, I probably could be like the bad side of comparison is negative inspiration, but I've blocked a bunch of people. And it's more to, to tell my, my ego self of like, listen, it doesn't matter what they're doing because you're not them. So even if you're looking to them as inspiration and you're looking to them as, as guides, what's really happening is you're tearing yourself down on the inside because you're comparing how good they are to where your opportunities are. And it just was not a productive use of my time. Because here's the thing. If you think of anybody, I mean, there's a lot of people, I don't know why I'm using the singer topic today, but let's just use singers because it's easy. There's a lot of people who sing and are amazingly talented in this world right? And they have beautiful voices and they have crazy ranges and they're able to come up with amazing lyrics, some write their own stuff, some do different things, but they don't all sound the same, but they all sing, but there's a place for all of them. And there's some people that like Taylor Swift and that don't like Madonna, or there's people that like Ariana Grande and don't like John Mayer. Like there's a, (laughs) I don't know, those are the first people that came to my head. There's a whole range of people that are available to us to listen to based on our tastes. And so if I go back and talk about that coach that I blocked the initial coach, she's not perfect, but she is great in her own ways. I saw things in her that I wanted to emulate, but she's not me and I would attract different clients and different coaches and different energy than she would. And I'd be able to reach people that she would not. She had different things that she was passionate about outside of the things that I mentioned that I'm not necessarily passionate about. And it would draw different people to her. Everybody has those same talents. So when you're throwing all of your shit out the window because yours doesn't look exactly like Susie's, then you're missing your own opportunity to hold the things that you do really well up on a pedestal because you do have strengths that nobody else around you has. That's what we were all built with. Now, sometimes it takes a little time to get to that point where you can see those things because if you've spent so much time comparing yourself and trying to fit in and trying to be just like other people and trying to copy things and you've lost your authenticity, it will take a little bit of time to get that back. You're going to have to do a little work there. But once you start digging and realize what you really like and what you're really into and what topics come naturally to you, what you could talk about for hours, what you could do for hours, those kind of things, that will help you get a chance to find your voice and see what's possible. You might be able to come up with something even better than somebody else has even done. There's so many different ways to do things and ideas that you might have had that people would be like, no, we can't. We've always done it this way. Like that will never work. And it's just like, you know, the four minute mile until Roger Bannister ran it, nobody thought it was possible. And then once he did it, a bunch of people did it, you know? So you also can't discount the fact that if you do think differently and you're trying to fit in and trying to compare yourself, but yet feel like you don't have a place in the people around you, that's probably a good sign that you're paving your own path that can help other people see what's possible. And that could be part of what your gifts are too. In some of the earlier episodes, I talked more about this, so I'm not going to go super deep into it, but if you think about 
things you're really confident in and things you do really well at, you don't need other people to tell you you're great or other people to validate your skills or your abilities because you know you're really great at it, right? It's just kind of like, yeah, I know I'm awesome at, I'm a great runner. I'm a great mom. I'm a great, I'm great with quilting. You know, like you already know those things. So you don't need other people to tell you that. You just feel confident in it. Know you're able to do it. And if other people need to see it, here it is. I'm going to show you it. But I think when it comes to comparison, we spend so much time looking at other people's gifts that we forget that we have our own. The best thing you can do if you're sitting here and you're like, Christy, I really don't know what my gifts are. Like, I don't know what I'm really good at. I don't know how I can translate that into something that would fulfill me. I'm not really sure. First of all, you have to truly believe that you were born with a gift of some sort, just like everybody else was too. Like I've talked about it before. I really feel like we were brought here to share our unique gifts with the rest of the world. And some of our gifts are just a little more hidden (laughs) for some people than they are for others. As we decondition ourselves from what the world thinks we should do and should say and should act like and should do for work and all of the things that we can share with other people, it will give us an opportunity to figure out what we came here to do. And you don't, you might not have the entire answer. Like for some people, I talk about human design. Some people need to go through a bunch of different opportunities before they figure out what the thing is. But if you can follow the trail, then you will be that much closer to doing the things that light you up and therefore helping the people around you see what's possible in that arena. And some people really feel like it has to be this grand thing and it has to be like this big career or this big opportunity or this this life-changing thing. And it might be in this lifetime, your gift was to be the best mom and share as much nurturing love as you could because you weren't able to do that in a past life. Or maybe your gift this time is to create something that nobody has ever seen before, but that's really easy. Like think of all the Shark Tank stuff and the people that have come here that had these great ideas that really helped benefit everybody else. I mean, what about, is it Sponge Daddy? Sponge Daddy? Scrub Daddy. Yeah. That, you know, there's a Scrub Daddy person out there that was like, hmm, a better way to do sponges and I got it for you but it doesn't have to be those big things but if we spend so much time comparing what other people are doing to what we're not doing we're wasting a lot of valuable time is our gifts aren't their gifts and you definitely are here with purpose to do big things and to not limit yourself based on the people around you and their circle and you know On the comparison thing too, if you have friends that will lift you up and that will give you some hype girl, you can do it, don't worry about Susie, you're doing great type of shit, this is the time where you need to enlist them and to say, hey, every time I bring up Mary, that's not her name by the way, every time I bring up Mary and I compare her stuff to my stuff or I'm downplaying my skills or what I'm going for. I need you just to point it out. We can get stuck on a loop really easily of negative words, sentences, phrases about ourselves going through our head over and over and not even realize that that loop is playing. 
And that can absolutely happen with comparison where we have issues that we need to fix. And I say issues lightly, but I kind of mean it in whatever topic it is that we keep bringing up in other people. It's usually a sign that we need to fix it. I just read something on Instagram earlier today and it was like, Basically, what women have to say about other people and how they cut them down or have stuff to say about their body or their weight or their um, attitude or their job or whatever, it's it's always more to say about Susie than it is about Sally. You know, it's what Susie's saying about things shows how she really feels about herself. It has nothing to do with Sally. So if you find yourself comparing and wishing for things that you don't yet have, you probably got to do a little introspection and figure out what things you're lacking and why you feel that way. It could be things that came up from childhood. There's a lot of different trauma things that get stuck in our mindsets just because it's the way that we have always been. And so when we're envious or jealous of people, it's usually because there's something inside us that needs to be healed. And it takes a little work if you're somebody who's been that comparing yourself to others forever. And I think sometimes when we're jealous of people, we don't think of ourselves as comparing ourselves, but really we kind of are because it really does say something about, you know, people who are doing more than you will never talk shit about you. It's kind of the same thing. You know, it's, we're envious of it, something we want that we don't have. And that's the reason why we bring it up. So it's really helpful to just be a little introspective with that. And the good news is, is you can do things to address those things you're looking to achieve in your life. You know, if you are somebody who wants to be super successful or wants to, you know, travel or wants to have this big career or wants to be able to create this thing and put it out into the world or whatever it is that your dreams are and you're watching other people do it and feeling upset about it, well, why don't you dig in a little bit further? You've already gotten that far. You might as well go a little further and figure out what pinpoint what kind of things it is that is making you like, damn, I wish I had that. Or, oh, I can't believe Susie lives her life like that. Why? What part of that triggers you? What part of that makes you upset? And just be honest with yourself for a minute. Because maybe somebody who travels for a living, you know, I had a friend who had some shit to talk about. Um, that's, I would say, I use the term friend loosely, acquaintance. Um, who had some shit to talk about another mom and how she was never home because she was the breadwinner of the family. And so she was, you know, working the majority of the time, 50, 60 hours a week. And she was like, oh, I can't believe she would ever do that. Like, that's just so crazy. I'm always home with my boys. I'm always home and able to take care of them. And I'm always blah, 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 all that stuff. But I would bet, this is just my two cents. I would bet there's a part of this woman who gets so triggered by somebody else and their job that they have that doesn't include their kids, that she might want a little more freedom and flexibility in her life. And seeing that in somebody else is something that triggers her. Or it could be the income she's creating for the family, or it could be the purpose that she has and what she's doing. You know, it could be any or more things. It depends. But those are situations that you need to stop and look at and figure out why. If you have a coworker at work that really just irks you, what is it about them? Even the annoying ones, they usually trigger us because they're free to say whatever the hell they think, even though they make no sense. Like it's, they don't have to conform and act a certain way. Like the annoying ones are like, bah, it's me. I'm crazy, Steve. I'm here. 
You know, everybody's had a crazy Steve at work, but <laughs> I just say what I think. I interrupt in the meetings and I'm kind of annoying. Like those kind of things, even those have a story to tell for you. You just have to listen. And so instead of getting upset next time, instead of blindly comparing yourself and instead of allowing the jealousy to pass, just stop for a second and think, why am I feeling this way right now? And drill it down a little bit. What about this person is making me upset? And you can figure out and learn a lot about yourself that way, I promise you. I will give you an an asterisk. It will give you a little warning. Once you start digging in, you can't unsee it. You can't (laughs) work your way back out. Once you commit to doing that work and clearing up some of those old beliefs and old jealousy systems and things that just happen to run in the background, those loops that we can't control, that we actually can, but we think we can't, those are the moments that are it's going to break all that apart for you and really help you see that you are capable of so much more than you're giving yourself credit for right now. And if you want a little test, you want an opportunity to do it right away, you want to get your homework done right now, go ahead and hop on social media and start scrolling because I guarantee you, you will quickly get to a post, a person, a somebody that triggers you and something's going to make you upset. And because it's social media and people are people. And I really don't want you to think too much about it. I don't want you to try to filter it, but just scroll through and make it a point to do it for five minutes and just scroll through and see what posts, just take note of what posts really just kind of like made you like, you know, oh, like, mm, or annoyed you or like, just like set you off a little bit or gave you the envy feeling and figure out what parts of it made you feel that way. And after your five minutes is over, I I have a journal. I keep a journal for things like, I have a few journals, (laughs) a lot of journals, but I have a journal specifically for my thoughts on things like this, like self therapy and write down some things that came up for you. What kind of things bothered you? What got in the way? Because here's the end game, right? So if we stop comparing ourselves to the people around us and what they've done and where they've been and how they've done it and how they're doing it, how much money they have while they're doing it and the house they live in while they're doing it. If we stop doing that, guess who we start to focus on? Ourselves. The people that we can actually do stuff with. The people that can help us get to the level we want to get to. The people that can get us the house and the money and the what the job and the happiness and the vacations. All of that stuff are things that are available to us when we stop spending so much time focused on the others around us. So that's why this is worth your time to give some consideration to, especially if you have found comparison getting in the way of you achieving your dreams. You are capable and amazing and worthy and wonderful and smart and special. And if you don't believe all the things I just told you, then start scrolling social media and do your homework. Because <laughs> we've got a little work to do and that's okay. We've all had some crazy childhoods, some crazy lives growing up and uh, got some unpacking to do but we're going to do the work together and it's going to be awesome because we're going to go chase those stars. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful. If it is, please share the episode with a friend, a neighbor, somebody you like, maybe somebody you don't like, but you want to like after this episode. (laughs) And as always, I appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I will see you next week. And until then, go chase those stars. 
Thank you so much for listening in today to the Chase Your Stars podcast, my friend. If you liked these vibes, then please subscribe so we can hang more often. I release new episodes every Friday, so I hope to see you then. And until then, go chase those stars.